Fighting soldiers from the sky. Fearless men who jump and die. Men who mean just what they say. The brave men of the Green Beret. our daily gun show coming to you live every weeknight at 9 p.m or so uh, or i guess midnight eastern 9 p.m pacific uh for about an hour each night we talk about guns uh, again angelina joining us from california thanks for joining hello from california and we've got some people jumping in from the uh youtube side where we run the show welcome and uh thanks for being patient kind of ran a little bit i guess about an hour late tonight and then uh, we've got, of course, people over on the Gun Channel site. GunChannels.com is a community we built five years ago now, um, focused on firearms. And uh, we've run the show over there. Lots of other people post their uh, live shows over there. And it's a great place to uh, get together with other like-minded shooters. I think uh, Ghost says it best. It's the uh, water cooler of uh, the shooting industry or the gun culture on the Internet. Anyhow, so we're digging into the show and to see some people over on the Gun Channel side uh thanks again for sticking around for the show being late uh let's see it's uh monday no it's tuesday and that makes it to second amendment tuesday it's episode 592 i i it's um My so implies. we have a couple of things we're going to chat about today the firearms coalition which you may or may not be already be aware of um Got a, I don't know what this is doing here. We've been kicking it around, so maybe we'll talk about this already so we can quit talking about it. Uh, we have a gun shop of the day. We're going to talk about Bill Richardson, uh, one of the Second Amendment advocates that you may not already know about. It's uh, close to the 10th anniversary of the Heller decision. So it's almost 10 years ago that Heller brought his case uh, for uh, infringement, basically, on the, in the, for the people in Washington, D.C., up through the... Uh, courts, which I don't know how far they are to go from D.C. to the courts, but they got to the Supreme Court. They heard the case, and uh, that was a good uh, decision and an important one, and it's already been 10 years on the 26th of June, so we're going to talk about that again, remind everybody who might be in the area that next Tuesday, there's going to be all kinds of uh, events going on in D.C. around the Supreme Court building. You can go there for free and listen to the event, and I think it might be already sold out, but there's going to be some... Uh, speakers and stuff in the evening, but I suspect we'll be able to see some of that stuff online, hopefully live, but not after the fact. And then we got some other stuff to talk about. It's uh, Special Forces, it's the Green Berets birthday today, six, six years, better than everybody else. So um, I guess we'll dig into the show before we do. You weren't here yesterday, were you? Anything happen over the weekend? Any good news, bad news? What's happening? Um, nope, just uh, normal life. Anything with you today or? No, I took the day off of the internet today and uh, came back on for the show. So, yeah, nothing really happening on internet wise. 
So we'll dig into Firearms Coalition. One of the things I'm going to stick into Tuesdays for the shows now is talk about one of the gun owners' rights groups. Um, everybody knows about the NRA and, and Gun Owners of America, I guess now. But uh, Firearms Coalition's a neat one. I'm going to screen share here. It's uh, neilnox.com is the way to get to it. Back in the day, Neil Knox was a member of the NRA and an active writer and uh, activist, really trying to make people aware of the Second Amendment when the initial was at the Dodd Act was going through that eventually became the 1968 Gun Control Act. He was already uh, aware of how poor and horrible that was. And uh, really, may I think he uh, may have been not the only person, but one of the important people in getting that word out there to resist that crazy, crazy, you know, our second federal firearms regulation, really. And um, ever since then, he's been active, and the Firearms Coalition is his entity, his his or his his uh, the name that he gives his project, I guess is the way to say it. And that's one of the reasons I like it. It's not a membership type of thing. It's not something that uh, you really join, other than to subscribe to the newsletter. So he put he would put out a periodic newsletter, and back in the olden days of pre-internet, that meant pieces of paper and that meant printing them, and I'm sure that was some. You know, had to be to some to some level. You know, you had to learn what to do and do it right, and be savvy at it, and have something to say. So uh, he was able to do that successfully. And then uh, the Firearms Coalition, once we had internet, um, has a website, and uh, that's been his, uh, I guess, you know, his entity on the inter on the internet. So uh, I guess you can dig back into here. It's unfortunately kind of an old site, so it's a little crickety. Uh, we've talked to his sons who run it now, and they're always looking for people. But it's I've offered help. It's difficult to get through to them. Um, you know, some people are set in their ways, and what works for them works for them. But you can dig back into the archives, and uh, to some extent, see a lot of the stuff. Um, anything that sits on the internet for too long is going to get old. And then when they upgrade servers and things, not everything gets pulled along. So I'm sure it's, some of the stuff is missing. But it's an interesting link. Uh, site to look at to dig into perhaps to see some of his articles uh, they'll bring some of his articles back and talk and maybe talk about how they relate to the news of the day and then uh, look at some of the news of the day through the eyes that his dad you know the lenses that his dad would have looked through it so uh that's the firearms coalition you can find it at neilmox.com of course it's uh, linked to this podcast if you're listening on itunes it'll be on our dailygunshow.com site uh or in the notes over on the uh, itunes do you have anybody ever heard of uh, the Firearms Coalition before? I haven't heard of them. Now they get uh, confused or mixed up with the Firearms Policy Coalition out of California FPC. That's who I thought you meant. Like, I thought you just didn't put the right name. Exactly. And for a while, it was frustrating for me to figure out who the hell FPC was when they were first new, because I thought they were some kind of scamming off of this name. but. I guess the idea is firearms coalition. So just a coalition, I guess, what is a loose group of people who are allied, but not necessarily structured. Um, and I guess that's the idea is that you get a bunch of people pulling in the same direction. And I think he was a little, if you look at Neil Knox and his adventures in second amendment advocacy, uh, he'd been slapped around quite a bit. So I could see where he might not have been as, uh, you know, anxious, I guess, to lead the you know, Gunners of America or NRA or 
any of the others so uh, or to create a whole new one i think that's one of the dangers we have is uh when somebody's not satisfied with the, what's happening or the status quo or something's not being addressed that needs to be um adding so many things to the mix i mean let's go look at every second matters at this point we don't have every single group on here we certainly don't have every um state group and we don't have any every area of interest but as we scroll through the organizations that are active and represented on every second matters it's not a small number it's, there's quite a few of them and these cover some sporting things like say areas of interest uh, i added some of these from media outdoor media recently but yeah there's a ton so uh i think he probably felt that it was i'm just assuming just from reading about his stuff and reading his articles he was probably concerned that there's a lot of noise out there and uh we can be too too aware right we can have too many pieces of input coming in you know how spam mail is and stuff we get so much stuff in our inbox we don't know what's important anymore so i think this was an effort to uh, filter through some of that and not have to have another organization Somewhere in here, it would say something to the effect of, uh, if you want to donate to the or to the goal uh, to the effort, then uh, do it. And I don't know if he took corporate funding or anything along with that. I know he was a writer, so he got paid something for his, uh, you know, publications or for his articles, I suspect. But uh, I thought that was kind of cool, kind of like a crowdsourcing version, way before there was anything like a Kickstarter or anything like that. But basically, letting people who appreciated his efforts. Uh, support him and let it happen. And he, he uh, actually was in Arizona when he started this whole thing. I, from what I understand, he went to uh, D.C. just to, for an issue and figured out it was so much easier to fight the fight there. Even though he didn't like D.C., he stayed there. And I think he ended up staying there the rest of his life. So uh, kind of neat to think that there's been people doing that. And this was in the 70s, throughout the 70s and in the 80s. There's been people doing this kind of effort uh, for a long time. So that's what we're going to do is to remind people, you know, maybe let people know about these things. And if you want to look it up more, the link's there. And I uh, encourage you to maybe do a series of videos on these groups, uh, dig into them. The sons are available for interviews. We've had them, I think, both on, on the show before as guests. So uh, they're always interested in talking about Second Amendment stuff. I've uh, talked to his son um, at the Gun Rights Policy Conference, and you know they've got a lot of experience. They grew up in the Second Amendment advocacy, Second Amendment rights world. So uh, they helped me a lot with uh, trying to organize how to do, you know, the, some of the projects like Every Second Matters and gun channels and stuff. So good family, good interesting stuff. And the Firearms Coalition is the group that they kind of the, the roof that they fall under. Oops, that's all our secrets. The name again is Firearms Policy, no, excuse me, it's just Firearms Coalition. Then the title of this video, and there should be a link to it in the uh, video as well. And right the here. web address was neilnox.com? Right, his Neil, like N-E-A-L, and then Knox, like Fort Knox. And we'll drop a link anyway, and we'll move on. So oh, I didn't drop a link, I drove, dropped a name. So there you go, I dropped the name again. Name dropper. I guess next we will move on to the second segment of the show, which will mean we'll talk about a member of the day. All right, so I'm loading up the sheet. I lagged. All right, so member of the day, Stephen Johnson. Stephen Johnson. Yep, I was uh, listening. I was posted people this 
group of the series or whatever people are people that were in the chat one night when I was kind of setting up the Daily Gun Show. So Steve's one of the listeners and he's out there. Um, I've noticed the name, so he's out there chatting. I don't know if he participates a lot in the chats, uh, but he's definitely out there. I've seen the name quite a bit on the Gun Channel side. All right, what? so if you want to be the member of the, of the day, it sounds like participating is a good way to get there. So if you want to, if you have aspirations for member of the day, participate. All right, so with that, what about gun shop of the day? So we have a gun shop, and that is, okay, Yuma Coin and Gun. You've been to Yuma before? I have been to Yuma before, but I've not been to Yuma Coin and Gun. So it's kind of a cool shop. One of the reasons I do the gun shop of the day is because I did gun shops. I've been going to them for a long time, and I'm trying to bring up some pictures because I don't have the pictures of mine up right now. So let's go over here. And those are not good pictures, so we'll just go to plain old Google Maps, I guess. And I'm not even screen sharing. So now I'll start screen sharing, and we're taking a look at this cool little shop. So it took a while to find it in Yuma. There it is. And you can tell right away by looking at it, it looks different and interesting. So you come in the side over here, and let's see if they got some pictures of the inside. No. So just a neat little shop. It's floor-to-ceiling stuff. Wish I had the pictures. This was the L.A. tour. So I was heading from Arizona out through Yuma to San Diego, met up with Smeggy. And we went up to L.A. and hung out with Heavy and um, uh, Haas. Hosh and uh, uh, 45 Cal and um, mostly checked out the, uh, the Ring of Fire factories. So anyway, on the way out there, I stopped by Yuma and this little shop was basically just Google mapped it and Google Maps said it was, in, or said it was a gun shop. Uh, there's another really big gun shop in town. So this would be an alternative to it. I think there's a Marine something or another there. Um, I'm guessing there's Marine Station there, so I suspect there's some, uh, I guess, influx of stuff when guys come in and out of that uh, the, the, the area. Uh, there's also a huge, like, bird hunting thing in this area, just because of all the uh, agriculture. There's just tons of bird hunters down here, and uh, that probably has some influence on this shop, too. But uh, you can see from the outside, it's not the biggest shop, but once you go in there, it seems a lot bigger, and it's just kind of a zigzag of aisles through just tons and tons of neat stuff surplus to old gun stuff to reloading they had a robot in there um just really really cool stuff again one of the type of uh, gun shops that i bet i i think they're great and uh anybody who went in there i challenge anybody to go in there and not find something interesting that you couldn't you know potentially start uh, an interest a collection or uh you know just to research something uh, or just find just visually awesome, like if you're just into the look of stuff, you know, just something neat to have around. Um, because, you know, surplus stuff and old hunting stuff can just have some character to it. Anyway, this is the, the kind of shop you want to check out. It's a pawn shop, I guess, technically. And uh, because of that, they, uh, and they're in a weird spot. Uh, it's right in the corner where Arizona and California and Mexico all meet together there. Big industrial area. And uh, it, it's just the perfect storm to give a really cool pawn shop. A bunch of really cool stuff they also own this other one that i guess is what 
this other picture was. Uh, they have another shop just down the street. If you drove down this street a ways, uh, not maybe twice as far as that sign, it's not too far away. There's another little shop that's more of a gun shop and ammo, like in and out, get your ammo kind of thing. So I don't know all that chapping. See if anybody out here um, had been there. I like the style of that building. I wonder when that was put up. I'm going to guess 60s, maybe yeah, 50s. Pretty cool. Steven is also emo. That's us. Hmm. I don't know what that means. <clears throat> Bottom chat is dead. I don't know. So uh, for people that aren't aware, you see my screen there. Uh, you use this chat that pops up out the bottom. That one's working fine. This one here, you have to refresh once in a while. We're working on an update. England screwed up or Europe screwed up the internet and everybody's catching up. So until I get new code up here, uh, this one works fine. All right, so if anybody has an idea for a gun shop of the day, if you've been to a really neat shop or uh, whatever, then ask when you're in there. If you can take some pictures, most of the time shops will say fine. And if they do take some pictures, post them on whatever it is you find interesting, gun channels or Instagram or whatever, and then link them to us so we can take a look at them. We'll share them with everybody. One of our goals of doing a show daily is so we can talk about different gun shops every day. All right, so I guess that'll move us into our next topic and see how people are digging this one or not. So uh, it's a little different when there's just the two of us, but um, you know, if we had more people, maybe we could chat about it more. But you know who Bill Richardson is? Herbert? Uh, yeah, the founder of Gun Owners of America, right? I know, Gun Owners of California, and I'm not sure. So have, did you know about it from that, from living in California and being there or from just... Um, I think he was a senator, but I think it was kind of before my time. That's the thing. I'm wondering. It'd be interesting to have him on eventually as a guest if we can, or somebody who's aware. Because I'm not sure if that was, you know, California. From what I understand, they were going to make handguns illegal in California, so he resisted that and created gun owners of California, either because of that or to fight that, or as a result of fighting it, and. The internet just says, and then he made Gun Owners of America. So was Gun Owners of California so successful that he couldn't help but make a Gun Owners of America? Or was there a people who saw that as a success and said, hey, this needs to go national? I'm curious about how that happened. You don't have any insight into that? I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, I just know, uh, you know, Gun Owners of America. I, and then I didn't know if that grew from the California branch or not. But I mean, I assume it did. But yeah, I know he was definitely a senator here, I think for kind of a long time, too. Popular senator then? I don't know what area, but I would be interested to know because he's obviously Republican, so I'm guessing L.A. wasn't who was supporting him. Well, for now, we're going to put these activists into the schedule, and we'll talk about them. And as we learn more about them, I'll add more on the 2A uh, History Project or MinutemanUniversity.com. Uh, I'll be pushing stuff over to Every Second Matters where it's appropriate. And um, you know, it's one of the projects is to get that history, that Second Amendment history known, so that whenever there's a question, we know where to find it, the answer to it. 
and anybody who's uh, thinking about doing something next, you know, can start on their shoulders and not have to redo any of these, any of this work that these people have done. So we'll move on. And uh, anybody that might know him or anything, then yeah, get us, let us give, get us some contact, and we'll uh, have him on the show. What is this iTunes link? So I've got a, a link here to iTunes. I'm going to, uh, I'm assuming we link that to the notes, but if not. This is a link to a, a website that is like a version of iTunes, but iTunes is separate. So this will get you to the show so that you can find it and whatnot. But we do want to ask or ask the favor once in a while uh, for anybody that's interested in helping out to uh, log into iTunes. And that probably means installing the software on your machine or on your phone or whatever. Log into iTunes, head over to our show, and uh, give us a comment or a uh Rating. It looks like we got another one from me bugging up with people about it before. We appreciate that. It's those ratings, those stars, the comments that you leave that iTunes uses in order to recommend a show. So our goal is to get more people on iTunes listening to the show. And uh, after a while, once that starts kicking in, we want it to bug our listeners over on YouTube or wherever else you might be listening. So until uh, then, uh, every once in a while, I'm going to bug you about that. And appreciate your patience and the people that take the time to do it. And if you do take the time to install iTunes and head over there, look at the shows they recommend. As soon as you like a gun-related show, it's going to recommend some others. There's others that are out there that are great. Um, all the shows over on Gun Channels are good, and quite a few of them are posting their stuff up on iTunes. So, you know, if you've gone all the trouble of installing the software for us, we do appreciate it. But then take the time to like as many of those other gun-related ones as you can. It's not a, a finite amount of pie on iTunes. We'll just keep making more, so more and more people listen, give them more and more stuff to listen to. You ever listen to the iTunes? Actually, yes, because I am a big fan of Apple. So um, I do look at podcasts on iTunes, and um, I don't use iTunes as much as I used to anymore, but I will definitely... Well, sometime when you remember, I'd appreciate it if you go over to iTunes and look at our stuff and then give me some feedback. You know, are we doing it right? Is it appealing? Is it weird? look weird? You know, sometimes you, when you don't understand a platform, and I certainly don't understand iTunes, it's easy to look like you don't understand it. So if we can tweak it a little bit or fluff it up, I don't know what iTunes wants. Probably wants it to be pink, probably a lot more pink in the logo. Um, yeah, maybe pink, maybe some pastel tones, stuff like that. Take the gun and make it into a flower, so it's a microphone and a flower. Oh yeah, totally. Start calling it daily pottery show. All right, so we'll stay tuned for all those changes, and then I'm going to go over to gun history. Got a couple of things going on today. As I mentioned, the uh, 66th anniversary of the Great Race of the U.S. Army Special Forces. Um, there you go, and then I've got here. Oh, shitty one. So that's the good one. Uh, oh, and because of that, we're going to be watching Green Berets over on GunTube after this. One of the best fucking movies. So uh, it's a John Lee movie, too. Uh, so we got also the anniversary of the Omnibus Crime Control and Safe Streets Act. So do you remember this one? Um, I do not. Nobody does. This happened like 15 minutes before the Gun Control Act. So I guess they were just in this frenzy this fury of let's we got to change laws we got to change laws 
So they changed the ter they created the Omnibus Crime Control and Safe Street Act today in 1968, or at least June 19th in 1968. And uh, that one did a couple of things that we care about. It uh, prohibited interstate trade in handguns specifically. So before that, you could basically buy and sell across state lines. Even though those are already FFLs, so you could still buy and sell across state lines. And then it increased the minimum age to 21 for handguns. So it wasn't always 21. It wasn't until today in 1968 that that happened. Uh, it did a couple of other things. Uh, set rules for obtaining wiretaps. And it established law enforcement assistance administration. And I forget what the consequences of that was or the significance of that. But a um, couple of those gun ones, or excuse me, a couple of those law enforcement ones kind of end up being gun friendly sometimes, but more often than not gun unfriendly. So uh, yeah, that was a couple of things that happened today in gun history. And now we're going to go over it and look at the regular dumb history. And this is probably the June 20th already for me. Oh, um, it was still the 19th. Yeah, this happens. This website flips over on New York time. So we've already established that every single time. So uh, June 20th, 19, or 1793, Eli Whitney applied for the cotton gin. Yeah. Big deal. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. I like Eli Whitney because he keeps acting like he invented interchangeable parts, and I say it's cold. So I say Eli Whitney is just getting the credit because they're afraid to put guns out there. All right, suck it, Eli Whitney. Get out of here. An 18-year-old Victoria was crowned in 1837. Queen. Queen of England. Queen so, of England. In On... Here's a good one. Maybe you knew this, maybe you didn't. 1953, Rosenberg's executed. Nope, because I don't know who that is. I don't keep track of executions. Who is that? Julius and Ethel Rosenberg uh, in the 40s, I think. They thought they were spies. So they um, actually electric chaired them for being spies. Oh, okay. That's the only time we've done that or something? Um, I think it was like the first time we've done that, or there was also kind of like a lot of mystery about this. They could have really not been spies, um, but it was definitely like a Cold War espionage, you know, huge thing. There's actually a pretty good documentary about it on HBO. But yes, spies. Uh, let's see. So I was saying 1863, President Lincoln admits West Virginia into the Union as the 35th state. So happy birthday, West Virginia. Happy birthday, Ellis. Um, uh, 1910. The Mexican President Diaz proclaims martial law and arrests hundreds of people. 1910. They invented the 1911. Mexico's been free ever since. Just saying. 1920. Race riots in Chicago, Illinois leave two dead and many wounded. I never heard of that, but it sounds like there was a race riot in 1920. According to the internet. Hmm. 1941. This is interesting. The U.S. Air Force, Army Air Force was established replacing the Army Air Corps. 
So the Air Force got ripped apart from the Army in 1941 on the 20th. I don't even have that on my list, so I think I'll be adding that to my list. That's actually valid, good history right there. I have a, like, environmental one. 1979 solar energy system installed at the White House. Hmm. I wonder what that would have been in 1979. Probably water. I wonder if they, I mean, well, they probably don't still use it. Not they that one. I'm sure they use solar still. In fact, I think I've heard some show about how environmentally friendly the White House is. Um, you got a, any feelings for the audience out there? Any feelings on the, on the airplanes being controlled by the Army and now by the Air Force? Do I have feelings? Yeah. Any position on that? Um, well, I know, like, so my great-grandfather was in World War II, and he was in the Army Air Corps, and I always thought that was interesting because now it's the Air Force. I mean, I don't know. Planes seem like a big deal. Shouldn't they have their own, like, little area or branch? I don't know. I mean... I mean, Everybody what was the benefit? Everybody already has their own airplanes. Army has airplanes still. Air Force has airplanes. Of course, uh, Navy has airplanes, though, and Marines have airplanes. Coast Guard has airplanes. So everyone's got airplanes already. Right. But basically, they were like, hey, we got to drag stuff around. Somebody's got to drag the mail around. Somebody's got to be in charge of all the electronics that everybody else keeps breaking. And I think that's why they were like, oh, let's make the Air Force do all that. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess you have giant one giant military. I don't know if that's good or bad, but now we're going to have a space force. So I guess that's how I I was getting to, is that uh, you know now what we're going to have all another. Did you? I don't hear anything about this other than what people have been uh, chatting about it on Instagram. Well, this is here's my questions about the space force. So is it like dudes with guns hanging out at the space station, like kind of like you know like so like a soldier, but space is it like an astronaut where because our astronauts are in the air force right unless i mean i watch i dream of genie no that was back in the day that i dream of genie wasn't even an astronaut was it yeah the, yeah uh the fucking anthony yeah, me. was i thought he was a test pilot but yeah a lot of the astronauts were test pilots back in the day but i don't think they are now now there's women and stuff They're, they weren't Maybe. Well, women can be in the Air Force, right? That's allowed. I, I, so. I just thought that the that the astronauts were... Because that's teacher Sally Ride. Yeah. Did she, she die? She died, right? Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, was she in the Air Force? She was a teacher. Well, no, but they like they trained her ass up. But aren't the rest of them? What about like a cosmonaut? I don't know. So I guess we're going to have to put that one out to the audience because I don't know. I don't pay that much attention to the NASA. Well, anyway, this is the rest of it, of what I was saying. So is it, like I said, is it going to be like, like, you know, a, a military, like guns, like ray guns or laser guns or whatever in space? Or is it just like NASA, Air Force, space rocket shit? Or is this basically the government telling us the aliens are real 
and they're just kind of like easing us into it like oh we got an army oh and there's also aliens but don't worry we got an army well in other words when the presidents get informed of all the alien activity and all the black the men in black and like the area 51 and all that the inter interspatial commerce that we've got going on where we got our microwaves and our velcro from right and then trump seen that list he's like oh no i'm going i'm tweeting this and they're like no no no, you gotta do it in this order at least and now he's doing it he's going through this procedures he's going through the steps to bring it public yeah i mean yes yeah. so is it is it really that aliens are like a thing and this is their way of like easing us into it i don't know i think the video game seems a good step towards it i think the next step will be we'll know for certain if it's a lot of like aliens are our friends and look at what we get to benefit when aliens are our friends and i can't wait till aliens our friends are here because it'll be great when aliens come here yeah right. I think, you know all the time there's gonna be like shows with aliens in it that like hang out yeah. and one day it'll just be a thing yeah remember that alien from tv he's not just dressing up he's really oh. oh you can meet him at burger king yeah i think it'll, i don't know so I'm not saying like Space Force bad idea, but I'm just saying where's it going? I don't know. So that's a good question. And I guess we need more forces all the time. It just seems like we're going to have a bunch of them. We're going to have a bunch here pretty soon. I kind of like land, sea, and air. Like put all the airplanes in the Air Force, put all the uh, trucks in the Army, all boats in the Navy. Just be done with it. Get rid of the Marines. You don't need Marines. Nobody ever needed a Marines. They're just redundant. Um, don't they do something? Yeah, they act like Army, except they're in the Navy. Well. They break things. They're good for stress testing things. Yeah, but, uh, I guess. Yeah. So, I guess we're going to keep branching off keep branching off we'll soon we'll have something else i guess too all right so then uh that was a little bit of history and more so what else do we got a movie of the day great race so, made by um oh no i'm not gonna think of it because i'm trying to think of it but uh basically robin can't think of his name now but a guy was a uh, writer and he uh, had been writing about, I think, the OSS and some other things in World War II. And um, went and uh, met up with the Green Berets when they were first being formed and was impressed. Uh, the way that the Green Berets are not just like a, uh, I don't know, you know it, it sometimes new divisions are like the Air Force, like we just talked about. They created a new technology, an airplane. And because you can use an airplane for so many different things, and then you have things like rockets and stuff. They figured, okay, we need a whole other branch for that. So in a different way, the Green Berets were tasked with just stepping one foot in the CIA and one foot in the military uh, because you need just different degrees of nuance depending on what's going on, especially in a cold world environment that was developing after World War II. So in World War II, the OSS had uh, been really effective in counterterrorism, like or terrorism, I guess, depending on how you want to look at it, you know, uh, educating and uh, um, uh, organizing and 
using guerrilla forces, the French resistance, for example. And the OSS was super successful and they didn't, and they learned a lot. You know, there's a lot of stuff that came out of World War II and the concept of defeating an uh, overwhelming force with their own people, because very rarely is an overwhelming force got 100% um, you know, popularity or 100% in agree, you know, the people aren't 100% in agreement. So as soon as you can get a couple of people in there and strategically be effective, then it really makes it difficult for an, you know, an opposing force to just take over like they did in France. So they were effective in France and in World War II and other places, and that's where uh, the Green Berets come from. They got one foot in the OSS, but sometimes you can't just put in 12 guys that are spies. I mean, you just can't do that. It's uh, not done, what, periodically, whatever his word would be, politically, or, you know, it's just not done. So you need to have some level of nuance where you still have a uniform on and you're going in there as an advisor, but your role is to, is to obtain clandestine stuff and, or I mean, uh, uh, intelligence and, and that kind of stuff. And then they were tasked with all kinds of stuff since then. So anyhow, Robin went in and saw that this unit existed and how cool they were and uh, made the Green, the Ballad of the Green Braves, that movie, and then uh, uh, stuck around and was uh, kind of an ally of the unit or the, uh, uh, whatever we will call it, the uh, branch. That's not really a branch. But um, anyway, so uh, it's uh, the movie today, and it's got some history. It's not just a propaganda piece. People go, oh, it's a propaganda piece. It's certainly stylized, but uh, it's actually a really neat uh, insight to uh, some of the firefights that they had kind of pre-NAM and the beginning of the Vietnam conflict. Again, it was a super different conflict over there than we had had before, not just because it was in the jungle, but because of the whole political thing and the way we sent in advisors. Obviously, that was something that turned out to be successful. Now we do that as a matter of course, instead of just sending in, you know, Marines or sending in Rangers or sending in uh, infantry by the thousands, we send in a dozen guys who can, you know, keep people aware and, and uh, keep the bad guys jumping and uh, be super effective. And then once you're gone, or once they're there and they leave, they can sometimes not have to do anything else. They can have left a place better than they found it and given the people the tools and the resources to not be oppressed, which is really their ultimate goal. And uh, anyway, the Green Bray movie is an insight to that. Keep in mind it was uh, created or filmed a long time ago. And uh, anyway, it's a neat movie, neat guy. He uh, did some other neat stuff as far as... Uh, writing and stuff, so it's worth uh, checking out the writer of that movie. And like I say, we'll be watching it on GunTube after the show, if you're interested. Sweet, sweet, sounds cool. cool. That was our gun-related movie. Every day we try to come up with a new one. You can always email us with ideas for them. Uh, it's always better when they're on the anniversary of the movie or something. What else do we got? We did uh, Gun Shop of the Day. Talked about a bunch of other things. This. Should mobile homes be considered residences? I'm going to kick that one down again. So now it's getting kicked to Thursday for no reason. Uh, anything else? You got anything going on over at the store? Uh, got some new stickers for myself, actually. Shouldn't you take advice from the uh, drug dealers and not just make stickers from your own supply of materials? I should, but I never learn. Um, so yeah, occasionally I make myself stickers. So I made some um, in a patch design that we're doing, just like a Allen Anchor design. And then uh, 
what else? Oh, we got some American flags that I'm pretty stoked about um, because I actually Pantone matched them to like the American flag colors that the American Legion puts out. So those should be pretty sweet. So hopefully I'll see a bunch of those, uh, you know, flying at people in people's yards and stuff. Uh, that's pretty much it. Some new patches coming. They should be in the store this week. Do we know what they are? Uh, I mean, you've seen it. You've seen it around. It's the butthole. But Maggie, or are you talking about the new patch? A little both, but yeah, the new patch. Um, and then there's a suck a bag of dicks patch as well that goes with that. Um, there's going to be some new patches coming, but those are surprises, but they'll be here in a couple weeks. I'd like to take a moment and apologize to all the nuns and orphans that listen to this show. I had no idea that was going to happen. Yeah, they okay. can't control myself. <clears throat> well, what about you? What about uh, what's going on for the gun channels for the week? Gun channels? Nothing's happening on gun channels. Oh, you mean on other people's shows? I meant the server. Well, no, I meant like, are you happening for you? But oh, well, speaking of buttholes, what happened to me? I sold the thing on eBay for seventy-five bucks, and I was all happy, and I paid a bill. And then the guy's like, "Oh, it doesn't have a button." I'm like, "No, you don't know what you ordered because you ordered specifically an old one that has a different button." But now I have to return the thing. So sad day. So totally. Go buy some stuff from GearWebsites.com. When you buy stuff from GearWebsites.com, a little noise happens on my phone. If it happens during show, which it's never happened before, then who knows what amazing things might happen. Just saying. Oh, so you're so what you're saying is basically while the show is live, if people simultaneously buy stuff and your phone makes a noise, something cool will happen? I didn't say that's a result, but it could happen. We don't know what will happen because it's never happened. Oh, so maybe uh, maybe tomorrow that'll start happening. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the day after or never. Anyway. Maybe right now. Maybe saying something. Yeah, the butthole came in. Ugh. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll just leave then. I apologize. Ooh, nobody wants to hang out. Angelina's mean to him whenever they show up. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, extra nice to him, so he doesn't leave. So Sorry. now uh, we got Wednesday shows we were about to talk about. I don't know if we're going to do early watch. I keep getting up late, and I don't know what's going on with uh, Tony's probably over there looking for a new host. But uh, one of these days I'll get up on the right time, and we'll do early watch again. Otherwise, uh, Knives does a uh, lobby, so anytime you're interested in being involved in a chat like this one, if you're listening to this on iTunes right now and you're like, this is amazing. I didn't know people just sit around talking about guns and other interesting things. And even better, they're not led around by the nose. But the stupid media has a horrible anti-gun agenda and hates freedom. These people just talk about whatever's on their mind and actually what's interesting, like maybe what happened in history today or some cool gun shop they visited or a movie that everyone has seen or maybe hasn't seen. And I need more of this. Well, head over to Gun Channels and you can be involved in this because that's all it is. It's basically this kind of stuff constantly mixed in with pictures and videos and patches and stickers and... Uh, we spend your money for you, and there's even a cave after this one where you can hang out immediately, except if you're listening to this as a podcast. You have to go back in time. 
and you might as well just listen to this live. After the morning shows, Rick's Life as I See It will be the first of the evening regularly scheduled shows. Uh, then we got Next Generation. Clover does his uh, youth shooting sports show, and they're talking about youth rifles, and this will be the end of the bracket to end all brackets where they will bracket up all the winners from all the previous brackets and bracket the achievements bracketed. So much bracket. And then you got Never Enough Ammo doing his uh, politics show, which will probably also have a bracket in there. And then I witness fake news. I don't know if he's doing that show or not. He put it on the calendar, immediately stopped doing the show after two episodes. So hopefully he'll be back. Uh, otherwise, uh, we'll be back here at midnight, probably right on time next or tomorrow. Hopefully. We'll see. Maggie, you said you're doing a cave after this? Ah. Yes, that, that's correct. I'm going to go ahead and do a late night cave. I set one up this afternoon and never went live, so I'm just going to reuse the same hangout and do one after this show. Sweet. I was thinking about watching uh, the Green Berets on the uh, gun tube. So, there's that. So, oh, uh, that could be fun, too. Um, we can do both. There's nothing stopping us from merging the technologies taking the, the chocolate of gun tube and the peanut butter of a John Wayne movie and mixing them all over together inside of Smeggy's cave. Just enough so that YouTube doesn't touch it at all. But he doesn't have to get in trouble. As long as I don't get in trouble, I'm good to go. I just want to talk to people about guns. All right, so we don't have any other comments coming in on the gun channel side. It's disappointing, but it's the way it is. We'll go over to the YouTube side, and people are saying... Uh, that he's on a family vacation. That's good to hear because that's what it's all about. Got a friend uh, that just got a truck and he's taking the, the daughters and the wife out to uh, go camping for a while too. So some time here to do that kind of stuff. Um, otherwise, a uh, bunch of gross, gross things happening on YouTube. And unfortunately, because of the stupid way YouTube works now, everyone will have to see that if you watch this ever on YouTube. So thanks, thanks for that. We just fouled. It's like the re it's like the end of the show. Fell in the dirt, cow dirty. Yeah, rabbit hole. That's one way of saying it. Um, oh, it's just horrible. Do we have a quote? Anything? Smeggy, you got anything to to promote or plug? That's been happening in your neck of the mitten. Um, actually, I'm I'm gonna promote something here that uh, everyone probably already knows about, but. Obviously, every second matters, second day of every month. Um, I always like to do a legislative update. So no, normally like 15, 20 minutes. I review every bill that's been introduced, passed, you know, rejected, signed, vetoed, whatever of the whole past month. Um, it's on the top of my head just because Ghost did a thing earlier today about new legislative stuff. And we talked about it on a hit or miss. Also, new bills being introduced and whatnot. So. It's on top of my head, so please check that out and join me the second of every month where we talk about every second matters, you know, Second Amendment awareness. But I don't have a quote. I don't know. Guns are cool. That's a good quote. Guns are cool. Smeggy.
So, yeah. That was close. All right. Well, with that, we'll end it up. And uh, again, thanks everybody for showing up. We will be back same time tomorrow. Guys and gals of GunWebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thanks for watching GunWebsites.com. Fearless men who jump and die, men who mean just what they say, love brave men from the Green Parade, silver wings caught on their chest. These are men, America's best. One hundred men will test today, but only three in the Green Beret.